You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Chris and Craig's having an hour week off because there's plenty to talk about that doesn't involve his team for a change. Uh, I'm joined tonight by Greg and John. Hi guys. Alright. Alright, that's me out of jail. <laughs> about time to. Aye. Uh, uh, but bad news is that Craig's replaced me. He is his. What do you do? Just following Rangers. That's why he's a better place Aye. Uh, well, like I said there's plenty to talk about. I think we'll, be, uh, we'll, we'll get to the Premiership just in a minute. Uh, there's some been uh, the Championship action as well, but uh, there was a, I believe it was a cup was played for the weekend as well, and it's a Scotland squad, so which we can discuss later. But uh, let's start off with the, the Friday night game, which uh, I'll just sit back and let you two talk about how Motherwell gave Aberdeen three points. Aye, it's probably up to Greg to start, because it started off well for you, for you your team. Ah, it, was, it, was, it was somewhat fitting that it was the same night as Comic Relief, <laughs> given that we were recently uh, <laughs> being a sort of charity mood uh, Friday night. I, I don't know, as John says, first half, uh, first half it looked all right. I mean, Barraclough reckons it's the best we've played since he got there. Well, it might well be the case, but I don't think we were. I don't think we were brilliant, but we look, at least looked competent uh, in the first half. Got the goal, could maybe a two, had a decent chance. Aberdeen, couple of couple of speculative efforts, but not really troubling us. And second half kicks off, and you're assuming more of the same. Just keep it keep it tight for fifteen twenty minutes, and of course the horror, which is Motherwell's defence. Uh, just unfolded in the space of two minutes and it was game over uh, first one I don't know if you, I, I, I take it you'll have seen the goals Chris I have you seen I'm, them I did actually watch it on Friday night so uh, ah, I mean aye. the first one to, to be fair the boys pulled off a, it's a decent save in fact it's probably a very good save but I mean having done the hard bit you know, and the ball bounces up and he seems to be I don't know whether he's trying to scramble it or grab it or whatever but punches it in the back of the net and then a minute later, the same keeper, for some explicable reason, comes charging at his box to deal with a ball that the the, the, the two uh, the two covering centre half seem to have more under control than he did. And of course, nods it past the keeper. Rooney nips round and scores. And at that point, I can't believe they don't need to do anything else. At that point, really, other than hang on to a ball. So aye, it's just a, it's another Friday night calamity for Motherwell. We've got another one to look forward to this week. Uh-huh. Uh, another one coming up. We'll come that Friday. Yep. <laughs> I don't know whether I like Friday night games, mind you, do they? Are they um, not one of those teams that's not got that good a record in Friday night games? Our, our away record this season's not been good. Um, St Johnson and Aberdeen twice. We beat Dundee United at home on the Friday night. So, um, but I don't know. I mean, it's just, let's look... Same to Sunday today, we've played Inverness, Kilmarnock and Aberdeen over the last three weeks and we've, we've picked up four points and other than a couple of howlers on Friday night, I think we would probably been good enough to maybe scramble a point in there as well. So, I mean, they'd asked me three four weeks ago for the taking that, I'd probably have said yes. So, can it be too down, downbeat about it? But it's just, I was really, really gutted on Friday night because I was, I was confident before the game we could take something. And uh, having put ourselves in a great position to, to lose the game in that fashion is just, oh, it's like a total kick in the balls. It really was. At least there's some positives from Motherwell. I thought first half certainly 
uh, we really struggled to cope with you playing two up front. I know McDonald drops off a lot, but it pretty much was two up front. Elwood and McDonald could Aye. be maybe a making of a good partnership. Aye, I mean, I mean, I'll get Irwin his dues. I mean, his, his work rate's great, um, and he'll drag he'll drag defenders uh, left and right. As does McDonald. McDonald doesn't really play in one set position. If you like, he'll just be in that final third and various. He used to play offside places. for us. <laughs> well, um, he seems to have uh, he seems to have dropped that aspect of his game. Um, <laughs> no, no, I've noticed he's still offside a few times. <laughs> He's still a body wee bastard. He's still a body wee person anyway, isn't he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I mean, he's always, he always had a, a reputation for that first time around at Motherwell, so I don't think that's really... That's left him. But I mean, as a front two pair, they're no bad. My, my, my concern with Erwin is, he's, he, to me, he's not like a goal scorer, the boy. Yeah, he'll put a shift in. But, I mean, he saw the chance he had on Friday night, and a, you know, a goal scorer Aye. sticks that chance away. He, I mean, he's just had to right off the key. But it's a decent save, but, you know... We back composure and you can ruin the keeper and slot that. So. Did he have a decent um, record when they're 20s? Goals he, are. he went out and loan. He went out and loan to, I think it was, I think it was Arbroath. Ah, he had a really good record that Arbroath scored something like eight goals in nine games. And then um, we brought him back in uh, this season. He's played quite a bit this season, but he just doesn't seem to be, be turning these, these work rate right in the goals, which is, a, which is a bit of a concern just now, given that um, it's been one of our problems this season, they're scoring goals, so it would be nice to have two guys up front that you could rely on to stick a ball away as opposed to, opposed to just McDonald. Uh, McDonald should help him anyway with his experience, so it might come mm. in time. And you've got you've still got all the you've still got all the teams at the bottom to play in. To be honest, look, going by first half performance, I think you'll be you'll be fine. Uh, I don't know. I think yeah, I think, my, I think, I think experience will then. I think we're better than St Martin. I've got a feeling Ross County have dragged themselves right out of the mire. Again, that, the, the result they got on Saturday as well, which I'm sure we'll, we'll touch on later on, have been 2 nothing down. I mean, that's, that's a sign of a side that are, that are in there and they're battling. They're really battling the way they ain't, they ain't keen to get dragged into that bottom two. Thistle as well, go and get a result of the weekend against against the form book so I don't know I just even though we're improving I just I've got a funny feeling we might have left it a wee bit too late we need, we need to beat Ross County when we play them and we need to pick up points elsewhere so I don't know we'll see but I mean, it's, I mean at least the performance is starting to look a wee bit more positive in terms of midfield going forward but again our defence has let us down our season and Friday night was just another another page in that book I'm afraid I think certainly the first half we I think maybe I don't know whether it was the gate we were trying to cope with you playing two strikers it was just a hangover from the Celtic game McInnes wanted to be a bit more defensively solid but the Daniels playing defensive midfield clearly wasn't working out no. um, thankfully though he was quick, kind of reasonably quick to change it made the change in the first half after that so as we scored the two kind of goals pretty early in the se- second half and that's it game over I think uh, at that definitely. point there's only one team going to win that game definitely um, there wasn't much between these teams, I think. Obviously, Motherwell had a better first half, but I think probably better that wee bit superior in the second half, which which counted in the end. Apart from that, there's probably not much to say in terms of Aberdeen. I think it was one of those whereby three points, thank you very much, move on to the next game. Mm. That, that's about it. That's I mean, you, that's... you might keep picking up the three points if you might win the, the, the title exactly. challenge. And um, there's an interview the BBC website today with Barry Robson basically saying that, yeah, that, that is possible for Aberdeen to 
to overcome Celtic and win the, the Premiership title. And to be fair, Barry Robson would know because he's been in that position before. He was he was part of the Celtic team that won three in a row with Gordon Strachan, where basically Rangers had too many games to play. Celtic only had the league to concentrate on, and we, we won the final seven games in a row and, and overhauled them. So. Yeah, I mean, they're only, like you say, they're only three points behind now. Okay, Celtic have a game in hand, but we've already seen Celtic blow a game in hand recently against St. Johnson, so... Yeah, there's certainly still everything to play for. Aye, his experience could actually count. I know he's not featured recently, but it was interesting that on a Friday night, whereby maybe a lot of kind of fans were looking at maybe Shanklin coming on, or a kind of more attacking player that McInnes thought, no, we'll bring on Robson, and then a bit of experience, close the game out. Um, he... It could be important in the run Obviously, still Celtic are favourites. But you never know the games, the fixtures. We'll see what happens. Yeah. In terms of that, obviously, Celtic have got Wednesday to play. And then we've got a full fixture list in the weekend now, where Aberdeen's game been changed to Saturday from Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right, so that, I mean, that, because that's the, the lunchtime kickoff now, there's a good, that'll be a good bit uh, level on points with, with Celtic before we kick off against Dundee United again. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to think Dundee United have got to like get a win at some point against you in these four games. Oh, I'm kind of hoping no, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that league game is probably the, the odd one out because we can actually play Gary McKay, Stephen and Armstrong, who yeah, may as well have gone on holiday because uh, they haven't even got a Scotland call off, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, I'm, we'll come back to that later because I, I want to have a more about that. But. Um, yeah, it's, it was odd the fact that they scheduled that Aberdeen game for, was it a Monday night originally or something? And well, they've, 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 known, they've, they've, known known for the, they've known for ages about this game against Northern Ireland. Aye, exactly. And the chat now it's been rearranged for international call-ups now. Wait, because Reynolds is in the squad? Reynolds is in the squad, but is I'm still thinking, that? well that's it, there's a couple folk in the under-21 squad, but even that, but it's the SFA, I think the SFA must have rearranged it. But you'd think, they've known about this for ages, it's just... Typical income. Oh. Uh, I, I take it it's still on the telly. Because that was the idea, it was a Monday oh, night well, game, and it's a 12 15 kickoff, you'd imagine it's still on the telly. Might be, I was looking forward to the fact that it on last Monday because I would have seen it. Whereas this, I'm working this Saturday, so I won't see it. Ah, me too, don't worry about it, I'll not see it either. So, <laughs> I'm going to miss the United uh, the, the game as well. <sighs> but going back to the Motherwell Aberdeen game, I hope Kenny McLean again continues to look good. Um, could Willie though on the other hand looks a player that's completely short confidence deciding a driver might help because maybe actually we can play see this playing Rooney out wide I don't really like I know the McGinn Good Willie and Rooney interchange but I think Rooney is better suited just to play a number 9 just yeah. let him do that let the wide players change so I think wouldn't be surprised if driver gets a chance be, kind of, a wee bit quicker than maybe uh, was first thought in terms of that Aye, so I suppose we should move on to the, the Saturday games where um, we get to the bad news about the charity bit because we had money in a, a double between Ross County and St. Johnson. and <laughs> St. Johnson? Oh, my God. Hey, 15 minutes into that game, the both of them were 2-0 down. Yeah, the bet was over, wasn't it? The <laughs> bet was over early. Uh, and unfortunately, there was no goals in the, the, the first goal scorer bet either. It was uh, McMenamin we had at uh, Stenish Muir, but that was a nine each, so... No one this weekend, but uh, I mean, like you said earlier, Greg, Ross County managed to pull it back well. I they looked dead and buried it too, because it was one time I was kind of saying, oh, nice one, how about Naki's finally doing us a favour, and of course they need to go and capitulate and draw it back, but I think if you watched the, if you watched the highlights last night, I think it was the, 
not sure who it was that scored the first goal for Ross County um, to get them back in. But you could tell by his reaction when that goal went in, he was just there. Just seems to be that uh, fighting spirit about Ross County just now. I mean, technically they're, they're not bad, but they've just they've got the, the bit between their teeth at the moment, and they look like a side are just determined to get themselves out of that out of that situation. And I mean, that's Saturday's a prime example. Two nothing down, and like you're saying, early doors as well. I mean, it could have could have been game over for them, but they've managed to battle back. So. Hats off to County, they've done well this last couple of months. I think it probably helped to get the goal back quite early on in the game because it was still yeah. like there was still only about half an hour gone when uh, Craig Curran scored that header. So yeah, that probably helped a lot. And then obviously Gerd didn't get the equaliser only twenty minutes left. So yeah. just shows you the difference a, a bit of confidence can make. Definitely, that's like, the thing. Aye, I mean, definitely. That, that was that was four wins before on the bounce before that. So uh, aye, <laughs> it seems to have helped a lot. I mean, they're they're, they're up in. 10th place, 25 points, 4 clear of St Marin now, that's a good yeah. position to be in. But uh, I know, three plus goal difference clear us as well, so it might as well be 4 points clear us too. So. Aye, true. Aye. And so obviously, if, even if we beat them, you know, we've still we've got to pick up other points. Exactly, aye. I mean, they were talking about uh, Thistle getting dragged into it, but their uh, inconsistency showed again, and they just bizarrely thumped St Johnson, and we're good Tread for it, they deserved it. For what's in the highlights, so aye. Um, and the other game on Saturday was a one nil win for Kilmarnock against St Mirren, so that was probably the good news for you. Yes, <laughs> yes. aye. There's another team that's full of confidence. Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock guy, they seem to be picking up the points. They're still in their shout at top six because I mean they've, they've got four games before the split, and they're only three points behind St Johnson now, so aye, they're still on my chance. I think uh, Dundee ahead of them are probably in my better chance right enough, but. I'm still, I'm, I'm still expecting Hamilton to drop out the top six and most of it. Yeah. Uh, nice. Special ones, Motherwell. Ah, Special ones, Motherwell, got my two in Saturday. Friday, 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 Friday night, eh? Friday, 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 Aye, it's not bad, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we've played, we've got a lot of tough games out the way over the last month or so, and we've picked up points. Um, we've got, you know, we've got teams around about us to play. Uh, between now and the end of the, sp- the split, so there's a possibility of picking up points. And of course, after the split, we've got more or less that same run of games again. So I mean, it's it's, it's not done, but you know, obviously, the, you would like to get into the split as close to Ross County and, uh, and maybe Partick Thistle as possible. But I don't know. Just every time we seem to pick someone up, somebody else picks up points as well. So it's certainly going to be. I, I, I was never a big fan of the split. I've got to be honest. I never saw the point of it. But this season, it looks like it could be shaping up to be an absolute belter than aye, the, uh, the bottom of that decision. Yep. Both halves of the split should be good. Ah, exactly. Aye. Top as well. It could still be. The leagues could still be alive getting into the split. Which, you European know, places as well. I didn't, I didn't realise Duddy Wright were so far behind them or less. That's seven points. Well, oh, like you've got a game in hand over them, but that's a big gap. I mean, that's that's the European place, so Inverness are looking like the, the favourites for that. Yeah. Something like five points out of the last six games, Dundee United. Aye. Losing to Partick Thistle at home and that sort of stuff, you know, that's what's done for United. I mean, for a team that seems to have had a, a pretty good season, Dundee United obviously reaching the, the, the League Cup final, the, the challenging... Uh, at one point where they were, they were talked about as being put one of the title challengers at one point but um, it seems to be slipping away from them now because um, we'll, we'll come on to the League Cup in a minute but uh, like they've only really got the Scottish Cup and chasing down Inverness to play for now mm. and the Scottish Cup will be Wednesday night so we'll see how that goes yep. 
So I will we'll 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 leave it up a wee second because we should probably mention the championship as well because uh, there was another win for Hearts and uh, probably the one saving grace for the fact that I suggested we put Colin McMenamin on as goal first goal scorer was Jafuk didn't he get the first goal it was Osman it was Osman's role so I'm quite happy about that but uh, aye Hearts uh, with a with win coupled with the uh, Rangers dropping points yet again uh, it means that uh, Hibs are actually now their, their closest challengers because they're uh, seven points clear of Rangers and Rangers have got two games to handle with them so Hearts only need a further eight points to clinch that title does that, I think there's actually a calculation they could do it this weekend, depending on how, how it goes. Because ah, they, games, it's, it? ah, it's something like Hearts need to beat Wraith Rovers on Tuesday, um, Rangers need to drop points against Alwa, but then beat Hibs on Sunday, and obviously Hearts need to win at Falkirk. <laughs> so you could have a position where Rangers could win the league for Hearts by beating Hibs. <laughs> See what what we really want is Hearts to win. Is Hearts to win at Ibrox? That's really what we want. Uh, I think if Hearts were to do it themselves, and this would assume that Habs win, win against Rangers on Sunday, then Hearts would need to beat Wraith Rovers, beat Falkirk, and then I think they'd get Queen of the South at the end of the month. Aye, that's, uh, that's, that's Hearts' next three games. So if Hearts win the next three games, they're definitely winning, no matter what happens. So I think it's looking like it's going to be done in March, the Championship. What was supposedly going to be the most competitive league of the. Aye, sweet, aye. So much for that. I mean, the playoffs still looking good. I mean, you've got uh, Hibs in 55, seven clear of Rangers in 48, who have got a game in hand over Queen of the South, but one of them in 44, Falkirk in 43. So one of those four is going to miss out in the playoffs altogether. And then the other three are going to be playing some ding dong to play off against the Premiership. So it's, it's looking interesting, certainly. I wonder who's got the most favourable fixtures there, actually. Oh, that's a good question. I suppose, I think, oh, I suppose no one really, because they all roughly have everyone to play. It's where they're like, aye, more or less. Home huh? away. Um, aye, because, I mean, like, um, the Star Edinburgh Derby to come, there's Hibs Rangers on Sunday. I think it's the last time they two meet. Uh, Rangers, I think, have still got to Tynecastle once. So, aye, I think like, the, yeah, like, those three have all got to play each other again, which is interesting. I think it's all, a lot of it's to do with momentum this time of season as well. If you can get in that wee run, get that head of steam up, pick up points, I think, you know, you can see the finish line in, in, in sight and it's easier to keep going, whereas, you know, Hibs have obviously been doing that recently. Rangers, not so much dropping points, struggling a wee bit, looking at teams below them, catching them up. Um, and like Falkirk and Queen of the South, I'll be, I'll be looking at that as a, as, as a great opportunity to get into the playoffs because I mean if, they, if either of those sides manage to get to the playoff finals I wouldn't bet against them beating whatever Premier League teams in there be it Motherwell or, or Ross County or Partick Thistle do you know what I mean it's not like they're going to be facing a like a major side so I mean the incentives there for both especially Queen of the South you know they'd be, they'd be desperate to get in there get to that playoff final the, the really ridiculous thing was the Hibs and Falkirk have that semi-final in the Scottish Cup as well, so one of them is going to be in the final. There's a good, there's a good chance they can end up playing the final and the the, the Premiership playoff, depending on if, how, mm. if they make it there. Aye, there was talk of that they'll have to rearrange maybe Aye, the it's, it's, it's playoffs. Good chance, yeah. especially. I mean, like you you could say that Hibs are probably favourite over Falkirk, maybe. And yeah, the, the cups, so. so you could well, you could see Hibs in the, in the Scottish Cup final, Aye. and then. Hibs are maybe favourite to get to that point to that Premiership playoff as well, so it's looking a wee bit dodgy. I'm sure uh, they'll be all hoping that the Rangers make it though, because I can, I, you can almost conceive of there being a panic if Rangers don't get promoted this season. Oh, they're a reconstruction. Oh, aye, that'll be a 16 team league. Aye. 
Well, listen, look, look, we've never been relegated, and that's including two seasons where reconstruction saved us. So oh, uh, <laughs> that's going to happen again. Isn't it? We're going to get, we're gonna get that, a lifeline again. Oh, definitely, man. Stickers at a stage of the season. <laughs> Try to try time Rangers were backing that week anyway for the, for the, bit, the, the, for the good of Scottish football, guys. Come on, you need to think of a bigger picture here. Watch it get a bigger laugh. <laughs> Uh, keep the well up that's what it's about keep the well up yeah th- th- there's a small part of me hoping that Rangers do end up when Motherwell in that playoff and Motherwell will beat them just to get it up the call who uh, <laughs> could, yeah. could never beat Rangers when yeah, he was at Motherwell I could live with that excitement <laughs> I'll bet <laughs> but, uh, did you see the there's one thing I wanted to bring up for us did you see the the Hibs highlights in their second goal Oh, Belter, wasn't it? <laughs> Hiding behind the goalkeeper. It, it's, oh, I, to be fair, I, I, my first thought was, surely he's offside? And then you think, well, no, because he's got it for ah, an opponent. It's a defender, it's passed it back. But then it, it kind of brings it into, when do you switch from being in an offside position to being back onside? Because my impression was, a teammate of yours always had to touch it first, before you were back, allowed to be back in play. I'd need to ask a real man about that. Uh, unfortunately, sure. Craig's not Craig was book, yeah. See, I guess we could do it. The real book. I thought it was. I thought it was really funny that it's interesting. Hibs did their away strip on their white tops because if you look, if Cowdenbeath's grounds get the speedway track, and then it's was it it's Greyhound Speedway? Yeah. Speedway, isn't it? And then there's a white wall goes round the edge of the track, and it's like just at the height he was, his white his white jersey would just have been blended in with a white wall. So I mean, the edge he's probably been. He's probably been like the invisible man. It's a great, uh, it's a great bit of cheek. Right, Although it was a terrible finish, though. I'm not sure what he was doing, but a finish. He, he, he kind of slapped it. it. Uh, <laughs> it's almost an own goal. <laughs> but he's been, I mean, Cummins has been awarded with a call up to the, the under-21s for Scotland as well. So that's uh, He's probably capped a good week for him. Hello, I'm Derek Ray, and you're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. Right, let's move on to the first domestic trophy of the season. The... The Diddy Cup. <laughs> I've been getting pelters for calling it that because obviously Celtic won it. Um, but aye, it's... it's oh, I, I hate to say it, but people keep saying, oh, it's the first part of the treble. And I'm, what, my first instinct was, surely you can just enjoy winning a trophy first. Yeah. Talk about the treble tomorrow. In fact, talk about the treble when you've got two on the sideboard. Aye, and it's, it's, it's Delia's first bit of silverware exactly, as well. Exactly. Aye, it's, you know, you've got to keep that in mind it's, too. I mean, it's significant. Ah, it's, it's the one that Neil Lennon never won as a manager. Yep. And he and Dyer's yeah. done it in the first opportunity, so it's uh, it was it wasn't a great game, I don't think. Um I think we like the there was a couple of chances before we scored. Um I thought Dunny United were a wee bit unlucky with the goal that we the first goal that we did score because it took a deflection which the keeper then had to scramble and all he could do was touch it on the post and it bounced for Chris Commons and Commons was alert enough to fire it into the net but uh, I, I think it wasn't the great spectacle I think people were hoping it was going to be because yeah. obviously they relayed the pitch the two teams liked to play football Dunny United almost looked a wee bit scared to play us because they've obviously lost the likes of Gary McKay, Stephen and Stuart Armstrong haven't sold it with us. Chief team was obviously suspended for this one, so they, they, yeah. they played uh, Bellati, who I haven't seen in ages, but the last time I seen him, he, he was pretty good, but he certainly didn't do much against uh, Celtic in the final, so... I don't know, Dunny I thought as if they were trying to maybe hit the counter, if anything. And McGowan was causing a few problems, and obviously Dunny United did a penalty claim, um, which I don't think was a penalty. But I've certainly seen other people argue it because, for my reckoning, uh, Brown got back just enough 
and was able to shoulder him off the ball as opposed to leaning his back. It's, yeah. it's very tight, you know. I, I, I mean, I'll feel it. It's, it's a very tight one. I could, if it's given, I could probably understand why it's been given. But I think you're right. You could. I think you can argue it both ways. And I think it depends. It depends what side of the ground you're on Aye. Saturday. I mean, if, I, if I'm Dundee United, yeah, I'm screaming for that because I'll, I'll make I'll make the claim. I'll say, oh, there was a hand in the back. You know, he was catching them up and all the rest. There was a daft challenge in the box. But then, I mean, other than that, it's. Yeah, if you're in the Celtic end, it's, if it was given, it's definitely in the soft category, which doesn't make it right. But I think I don't think you're going to get a referee to give a, a soft penalty like that in a cup final. I don't. Th- I think it has to be more. I think it has to be more blatant than that for him to, ah, to, you, um, you, to point you, to the spot. You need to wrap your arm around his neck like the penalty that Celtic got so. on the second half. <laughs> so. And I think the position of the linesman was, was was good as well. So I mean, if the linesman's Indicating to the ref that it's an infringement, then he's gonna he's got to take advice for his lines as well, and assume there's nothing untoward in it. There's a good couple of angles that the the referee and the linesman have got between them, so I I, I would tend to agree with that. But well, let's let's like say it's, it's borderline. You can you could understand if it be given. You could, yep. I can kind of see why it wouldn't be given because for a certain angle it looks like it is shoulder to shoulder. In which case. And that's possible. the thing as well. I mean, we've we've seen that. I mean, how many replays did they show yesterday? I mean, there must have been a, a dozen replays, and I'm still, I, I'm still fifty fifty about the whole thing. So the referee and the linesman have got you know seconds to make that call, and I just think cup final, huge call. It's obviously not a blatant lunge. There's enough debate in it to say mm, I'm not sure if that is. So that I think that's why he's, he's not given it. And then maybe when he reviews the video again, he would come up with a different. Could be a different answer, but you know, at the time, I think it's a it's a big, big call to make to give it. Yeah, possibly. I, I think the the one they were complaining about, um, like Dylan had to go off and get treatment on his leg uh, after a challenge with Van Dyke. The Dylan's the one that slid into it, and I was reading in the newspaper this morning on the on the train that uh, Dylan reckons that Van Dyke left his foot in. Now I've seen the replay a few times. I don't think it's anything. It. I think it's a good solid challenge. It goes out for a throw in. It's a throw in at Celtic, and he does. He kind of scrapes his leg against Van Dyke's studs, but it's just the way he came. Yeah. It's just the way he came charging in. I don't think. I really don't think it's in, it? No, I mean, it's I just, it was, but to me, it's just two big guys contesting the ball. It's two guys contesting the ball, and it's. I mean, at the time, Dylan didn't seem to be making too much. He was certainly making too much complaint about it at the time. No, he was been subsequent to that. He said something to say I about th- it because it never. Aye. Nobody, nobody was claiming for a for a foul or an infringement. I, I think the unfortunate thing was he had to go off and get it dealt with, and it took a few minutes to do that. And it's at that point Celtic scored the first goal. So I mean, Dundee United are ten men. They've got a whole other defence. They haven't really made a sub to to counteract that whole in the defence and. Oddly, they were about to make a sub when Dylan reappeared. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Which I didn't quite understand. But Aye, and then he goes and gets sent off. Then he goes and gets sent off. And I don't think anybody was doubting that the, the red card was deserved because he's going in. To be, I, I think he actually went in at knee height, but he's lucky that Izaguirre had his leg up and it only caught him on the ankle. Because that, that could have been really bad had uh, his leg been planted. But. Aye, I mean, it's it's a challenge that, that in that area of the pitch. Why on earth is he doing making that challenge there? Exactly. Even, let's say, even if he wins the ball, what is the point in taking the risk of getting in like that? Even if you win the ball, I think he's probably still getting booked for it because it's, it's a dangerous challenge. But, it, you know, at that, that area of the park, there's nothing to be gained by doing it. 
and given that you know your your side are one hundred at that point, you know I just think you just get yourself sent off. I don't know. I think a lot of this talk about the tackling and whatnot is maybe just deflecting for the fact he's probably a wee bit embarrassed this morning about the fact that he's really he's, he's let his side down badly yesterday. Uh, I mean that's your captain as well. You're wanting to be a good. bit more something more sensible than that to be honest. But uh, aye, once once it was one nil, done United out of ten men. Even then, I thought Dundee United looked as if they were... That seemed to be their best spell against us, was just before Celtic got the second goal. Because I was... <laughs> commentators they cursed probably, but I was on Twitter at the time, and I was <laughs> pretty sure I tweeted about a minute before Florida scored. I could see Dundee United scoring here. <laughs> <laughs> Next tweet, yes! <laughs> yeah. It was a well-worked goal. I thought, I mean, Forrest's finish was... was uh, it was perfect. It was in between two defenders, left the keeper rooted to the spot. Uh, there was there was a suggestion in the sports scene last night that in the build up Gadetti was offside, but Gadetti neither touched it nor looked offside to me. It looked like he was in line. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that. But but uh, I mean, it's it's like you were saying. It's I think as well that goal when you've got that wee one man advantage there. It's, it's it's nice to knock those small passes about the edge of the box because yeah. they're a man down. So it's nice to get those wee passes in. But you still need to finish it. And it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. It was just by no uh, stretch of imagination an easy chance. But um, he took it really well because it's one of those you can see either going wide or blasting over a bar or hitting a defender. But he did. He just he just placed it really nicely. Yeah, we're we're probably we're probably lucky that Forrest came on for uh, Commons because the way Commons was hitting some of his shots, it probably landed in the stand. Ah, a few efforts first half, but they were they were a bit high and wide. He had the nine iron boots on, as I said. Um, but I, th- I think for all James Forrest had that good finish this penalty was appalling <laughs> he side footed that it. straight to the middle it's not, you, you can't hit it, it any worse it's still a target well, I've seen that I've seen him but uh, Gadetti was a bit annoyed about it because Gadetti liked to hit it he was. A, I was a bit annoyed. I had Celtic minus two. I'm sitting thinking, ah, here we go. I, I, I was always counting my money, and I thought, surely it's the missing a penalty. But see, when they were doing this debate over who was taking it, uh, you start to worry. I started to think, oh no, oh no, wait a minute, hold on, hold on a second here. And of course, and it's weird as well because at two nothing, I mean the game's over at two nothing. So if you're hitting a penalty at two nothing, you can afford to just scud it into the top corner because if you blaze it over a bar or whatever, it's probably you know. They're probably going to be alright, but to scliff it in the middle like that, oh, dearie me, I awful did. pen. I think Chazen next pretty good to the penalties, because he, he, he seemed to, it's almost like he waits to see what the player's going to do with it. Because yep. it, yep. I mean, it, it was a, I think the last week when Griffiths had the penalty against him, it was probably a good height for him, but at least Griffiths put it in that, to one side, and Chazenet guessed right. So that's fair enough, but the, the, the forest one was just, he stood there waiting to hit him at it. <laughs> he could have thrown his bonnet on it. Nobody's... <laughs> But aye, it's, uh, it's Celtic got the, the first bit of silverware, still in the two cups, there's, a, a, there's round three of Celtic versus Dundee United on Wednesday night, which unfortunately because of the Champions League isn't on the telly, uh, so I'll be, I'll, I'll be listening out for the radio on that one, because uh, I can't go, annoyingly, it should be a cracking game, I think if, if, if anybody can get along it, it should, because... Aye, it could be a good one, eh? Aye. Because I think I think like John said, I think like John says earlier out of these games, I, I fancy Dundee United to win one of them. I I just wonder whether their best chance was maybe at Tannadice uh, of the three games was the, was the game last weekend. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they've got the um, they've got the confidence to go to, to Celtic Park and win. Although I suppose they do is look at St Johnston they managed to scrape a result, but you know Celtic's confidence will be bang high, and I don't know. It's, it, it could be another long night for them. You know that way if it goes pear shaped early doors. 
It could be a it could be a long one. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, the, well, they've obviously have Chief Jay back because he has. Uh, <laughs> he got cited for uh, this challenge on Brown, and then it got chucked out. So I don't understand how the SFA works anymore. But uh, <sighs> it was another one that was not proven. Aye, so it was, am I right in saying that was all the more or less all the red cards rescinded for that thing? There was no actually apart for the 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 one for the handball, which was obvious. Aye, yes, because Van Dyke's yes. chucked out. Chambers could yes. uh, Chambers. Uh, butcher couldn't be touched because it had been dealt with Payton was obviously a mistaken identity so that could chucked it um, and the Chief G one was uh, that was scrubbed and not Brown never got called up at all and neither it's did Connolly for his dive so <laughs> exception of Connolly it's probably the right decision all around you know the, the referee could probably have dealt with it on the day but then that just cut a, a word in the air and sent him up packing but as we discussed last week, he got that Aye. horribly wrong last week. I can only guess that the, the Chief G1 has been uh, not proven because you can't really prove whether he tried to kick Brown in the head or not. So it's intent, intent you need to be able to prove intent. Which is very difficult to do, so I can kind of understand why that would be not proven. But I, I, I think I'd rather a Conway get done for a dive. I'd rather Chief G was out, but then I'd be biased about it. <laughs> so I can, I'd be quite happy if he'd missed it. So I was surprised Conway didn't play at the weekend, actually. Mm, aye, aye, I, I don't know. I just I wonder whether I think I think I think yesterday McNamara kind of got it a wee bit wrong. I can understand what he was trying to do. And obviously, he can't, you know, he can't foresee a sending off in the middle of the game as well. But I mean, he looked as though he was certainly kind of keen to keep it keep it quite tight for the first wee while. But as soon as you go a goal down, you know that that game plan almost goes out the window a wee bit. And even though they tongue on in there, as soon as you as soon as you get into Ten men. I mean, I think I think the game's bust at that point. I mean, you've got guys like uh, I thought Dow played quite well. Quite well. He was he was lively, and like you said, McGowan had a decent game. But for me, United were just just lacking that. I mean, they're lacking Mackay, Stephen, and Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Chief team. That's that's the bottom line. And they've not got any of those three players yesterday. It's, they're always going to be they're always going to be up against that. Uh, well, we'll see how Wednesday goes, and then obviously there's a, the league game as well on Saturday. But uh, we should probably move on. And talk about the the Scotland squad that's been announced today for the the friendly against Northern Ireland and the the World Cup World, World Cup it's no World Cup European Championship qualifier against Gibraltar and uh, there's a few surprises in there Mo- mainly we should probably mention Gary McKay, Stephen and Stuart Armstrong are both missing which I'm surprised by because after we what we were discussing uh, this morning on uh, our wee podcast chat about who we thought might be in it and that was the two I thought we were going to be sticking but neither have made it so uh, oddly James Forrest has. I can't believe Forrest's in there ahead of uh, Armstrong and Mackay Stephen, especially after the way Armstrong played against Inter Milan. Uh, and Strachan seemed to be impressed as well by aye? by that. But I, I don't get James Forrest at all. I know he scored just there, but he's I don't. I just he doesn't impress. He doesn't do enough for me. See if he could stay fit and get a run in the team. Aye, maybe I can aye. see what he brings to it, but I'd, he hasn't had that. I don't think he deserves a call up now. And I think I, I think this would be the ideal time to play the likes of Armstrong and uh, Mackay Stevens. Yeah, but the, mo- the most interesting one, obviously, the one that's totally out and nowhere is this Mark Ritchie. Yeah, uh, from Bournemouth. I'd never even heard but, him because I don't really follow lower league English teams. But apparently, uh, he's 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 in double figures for goals. Um, uh, he's he's left footed. Left footed. Got a good bit of pace. So there's a good chance we could have a really nappy winger on each wing. We Anya as well, because uh, Ketchy Anya from Watford's been called up as well. The only problem is, 
I don't think nippy wingers works against the likes of teams that are likely to part the bus. Now, I'm not, I, I, I don't know if that'll be the Northern Ireland uh, tactics, but I certainly expect Gibraltar to be sitting with other men behind the ball when they play us. I know a guy that's a born big fan, and he's saying in terms of being left footed also as well as work rate's pretty good. So I don't know whether in terms of work rate that means tracking back is good as well, but he, he tends to like to, he plays on the right and cuts in. So he's one of these inverted wingers, which I don't like. I still like your old fashioned wingers down the byline. I know it sometimes works when you get really good players, but it depends. I don't know whether he's two footed, how good he is on his right foot. But I suppose he likes to take the defenders on as well, so I don't know. He's probably worth a shout, certainly in the, the friendly. I, I, I don't think what he's like. The thing uh, is, he's, he's only in the squad, really, so I mean, it's not. Because I know Strachan's done that. Has he not done that with most of the squads? He's kind of every single, every time around, he's kind of got somebody a wee bit new and a wee bit different in there in and around the squad. It's not necessarily going to mean they'll feature in the games, but he, you know, he, like, he likes to bring guys in and bring them in and around the setup in the, the two, two or three days before the games just to see what they're made of. So it's maybe a bit more, a bit more uh, to do with that than necessarily looking at starting them or, or playing them in the in the games. It's interesting though that I read an interview. And it said that Strachan had spoken to him a few weeks back and said basically he was in... I don't know whether he'd said he were getting picked for these squads anyway, but just to concentrate on your club form. Right. I don't know if either of you saw that. No, I never. Found that. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming he also asked me if he can point to Scotland on a map. Well, because of year he's never been to Scotland. <laughs> aye, at least, at least though, that's when his dad is Scottish. Aye, 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 so, aye, there's a, but, an actual connection to Scotland somewhere. Aye. But aye, aye I think that... Like, Obviously, the strength of goalkeepers because Craig Gordon's been buying in form. He's obviously on a high after winning the cup there. We've got David Marshall, who's been the first choice recently, and we've still got Al McGregor in there as well. And Al McGregor's a top goalkeeper, so I don't, I, I, I don't remember us ever having so many goalkeepers that were so good. It's just certainly had two. I mean, we obviously had Gorman. Gorman, I remember. I remember two, but that was twenty. That was two. This is we've got three here. We're spoiled for choice. It's pretty we can't play all of them. Because uh, I mean, sure. I, 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 you go for that, and then you look at the defence, and you go, uh, <laughs> Andy Robertson, <laughs> Mark Reynolds is in there as well, who's the only other uh, Scottish base player, unfortunately. Because you've got Scott Brown, who's been captain recently. You've got James Forrest, Greg Gordon of Celtic, and Mark Reynolds Aberdeen. And I, I think I think Mark Reynolds is is, is definitely he's in there a merit. So he's been he's been yeah, solid yeah. this season. I think that he'll. I think he'll probably get a start in the the friendly. I'd like to see it because but I don't I think, rate I think much of that defence at all. But when Gordon Greer did all right against Poland and uh, in Warsaw, but I think maybe he'll go with Martin and Berra. Maybe possibly. It's good. To, it's good to see Berra back. Nah, nah, I must admit. Oh, uh, I well, it depends on how well he's playing because he's, he's been all right for that. For what I've been hearing. Aye. Can't say I've seen much. I, 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 I never I've just been here and he's been all right for Bruce. So. Uh, but, uh, but I just remember him. He's always I've always remembered him for Scotland being a bit brash and a bit. So, aye. but then I suppose Hanley's a bit like that as well. Aye. aye and in terms of that, he's obviously not in the squad this time. So, aye, he's injured. Aye. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But I'm, I, I think if I was going to pick the fullbacks out of that, I'd be looking for uh, Andy Robertson on the left and probably Hutton on the right. I, don't, I know people don't rate Hutton, but see Hutton on form. He's good going forward. I, I think he's the best we've got in that position. Aye. That's, that's about, it divides I opinion so. about Hutton, but I think he's probably the best. I, th- I, th- I think probably the, the the worst compliment I could pay him is he's better than Stephen Whitaker. <laughs> oh, he's definitely better. 
<laughs> and then we've got Sean, no Sean Maloney of Chicago Fire. Has he played a game recently? The MLS just started like last weekend or something. Ah, it just kicked off, didn't yeah. it? I, sat, I actually sat and watched some of the MLS last night. It was uh, New York City against New England Revolution in, in the Yankee Stadium. Playing, playing bloody football in a baseball stadium. Uh, I, saw the, I saw the pitch getting relayed. They dug up the uh, the pitch and they were putting a football pitch it there. It, it, looks, bizarre, it looks weird. And then you look at it and go, they must be miles for the pitch. And you go... Well, oh, it's still not as bad as Hamden. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're further behind the goal at Hamden than they were anywhere in that stadium. But uh, I, guess, well, I guess we'll find out. Because these, these games are back at Hamden, of course, for the, the first mm. time since... Uh, Aye, the hopefully they're fab. Hopefully they're fab. Five strikers in the squad main are playing two up front against the Brolter. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, it's good to see Jordan Rhodes back in because he's... I mean, I know he scored at the weekend, so I heard that. Aye, that's an interesting one because I struck... Uh, maybe 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 he isn't because they're going to play up two up front. Possible. I mean, I, I, if you were going with two up front just now, you pick Naismith. You'd be going with Rhodes and maybe Naismith. I think is in terms of recent form for Scotland. Certainly, Naismith's been really good. I, I don't think. So, uh, I don't think you can. Pick like Stevie Mays. Stevie Mays in there, but I don't think Stevie Mays is that like set the header on fire, didn't he? Yeah. Is uh, McCormack the other guy? That no, he doesn't make that call up just now. McCormack, is he? He's filming, isn't he? I don't think Fulham are doing. Particularly well. I have no idea. No, but I think McCormick certainly scored more goals than uh, Stephen May has, I think. Stephen May's on much I, I, I in like, terms of scoring wise down south. No. I like McCormick for Scotland. Any team I've seen him play for Scotland, I think he's done a decent job. I mm-hmm. liked him at Motherly. He was a guy that, that just that, that gave you something a wee bit different, but whether he's current form merits uh, a starter, no, is maybe, maybe to be seen. Another option is Johnny Russell. I mean, he's listed as a midfielder. But I mean, yeah, I remember. Aye, him I think he'd be more likely to play wide. Aye, he's, he's more likely. To play, aye, he'd be he'd be perfect in that sort of the the, the three attacking that uh, Ronnie Dyer likes to play. And that seems to be the favoured tactic these days. Is putting a lot of central guy and then two aye. wingers that like to come in. I'm just looking at McCott, he scored ten goals this season in the league, which isn't really that great when you consider the championship clubs have played thirty-seven games. But when you consider that he's a winger and he's scored eleven. <laughs> Aye. Oh, yeah. yeah. Many Rhodes, did you say? I don't. Rhodes is in 16. But I think he did a bad spell, maybe a middle, well, maybe just after kind of January, February, but he's back. He's, he's, he's back in just now. Which is good, I am. So he's going to be worth a shoot. I don't know whether. I'm still not sure whether Strachan really rates him. I don't know. I know he's in the squad, which sounds daft to say, but <laughs> yeah. Rhodes and McCormick seem to always be kind of in and out the squad. Stephen Fletcher, what's Stephen Fletcher done? For got his manager sacked. Sunderland. That's well, <laughs> it's just probably get sacked today. <laughs> I might be about horses Fletcher. I doubt it was just Fletcher. <laughs> but certainly the Sunderland performances. Got the certainly the Sunderland performances. That's uh, not been great. But certainly, a probably a game. Probably a game. against the ball, we should have plenty of chances. That's probably a game to play roads. Maybe it's just one of these players. Just put him in against the minnows. That's that. I mean, if, if he can if he can bag a couple of goals against Gibraltar, then he can show Strachan exactly what he's got. So that's that's a perfect opportunity for him. In fact, that's, that's a great opportunity. That game, that's if they're a striker, that's a great game we're playing in because you want to be bagging your salary. Oh, well, the, the record I've seen Scotland have uh, in any game I've been to was a six 0 win at Celtic Park against the Faroe Islands. Faroe Islands. And Chris Boyd scored twice Aye. in that game, and it's the only thing Chris Boyd's ever yes. scored at Celtic Park. <laughs> Aye. It's the only game ever that's been alright to miss a goal and then still be 
like sure I've seen goals. I think I missed the first goal. <laughs> but it was still alright. I still seen five. You were like, I didn't know. Too bad. Uh, it was a good, good Some games you could go see the goal and then that's it. No, that... Miss the goal and then oh, that's it. You've, you missed the goal. B- best it was, that was my wife's first Scotland game. <laughs> I took it to that game. She was 6 0. I thought bring you on these games. <laughs> We've been at some shocker centre thoughts, not as you know, that good uh, uh, an omen. <laughs> But uh, uh, we should probably move on again because it's uh, we're getting on a bit here. So we'll move on to the the, the predictions for the Premiership at the weekend. And oh, I've, we'll start I've done mine already. Have you? Not to know why. Because I thought then I, then I can't be accused of copying anyone. <laughs> so I thought, I'll get them down. So we'll see what happens. Right. We'll see how. Well, the first thing we need to do is shout at Craig because he hasn't updated it because the Dundee Aberdeen game still on Monday night. Aye, at least he's got it there, though. At least, at least, at least he's got it there, man. We can fill it in. Just, yeah, that's, see if he doesn't notice. That game could be played and you can get him fill in the predictor later. Oh, aye. <laughs> see? Aye. His system will break. I need to tell him. Anyway, I'm not telling him. <laughs> My predictions haven't been great recently. I think I predicted extra time and penalties in the League Cup final, for instance. I tell you what, I'm looking at the odds in McBookie and I'm already seeing a game that stands out for, for good odds. Alright, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the predictions go, because we'll start off on Friday night and we've got Motherwell versus Hamilton. Nice wee Lennox or Derby. Oh, wait a minute, where's my predictions going? <laughs> Alright, right, John, oh, nice oh, don't start on. that. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I've had a, a nightmare about technology tonight. I think Motherwell are going to win it. I think they're two. I'm going to say 2-0 Motherwell. I'm uh, kind of with you. I think I think we've picked up for him. Uh, I'm not so sure it'll be as emphatic as that because I don't. Uh, we'll, we'll concede that defence is going to keep a clean sheet. So I'm going to say two one. I think Motherwell will win one 0 And in terms of odds for this one, right? Motherwell at eleven to five. Oof. So I think that's standing out immediately. Uh, don't don't let's please don't oh. pick it for the chance. <laughs> please don't. The draw is twelve to five, and Hamilton are five to four. How can Hamilton be five to four when they've no won for about ten games? Just a plain mother. Aye, I know so, that, but still, they're, they're all odds against though. That's a that's a nice wee game to be betting on. What about uh, you could go Motherwell uh, double double chance? Oh, let's let's go to the Saturday. <laughs> so we're not packing Motherwell for a chance. Right, come on. We'll do, we'll do this properly. We'll go with the twelve fifteen kickoff on Saturday. That's Dundee versus Aberdeen. Can't wait to walk on the predictor. <laughs> Dundee, Dundee 1, Aberdeen 2. I'm going to go with the same scoreline that was in the cup. I'm going to say 2 1, Dundee. Oofft! What? Oh. Oofft! Um, nah, I don't. As I say, Aberdeen weren't brilliant on Friday night, but they've, they've, they've got that. You just seem to have this knack of just winning games, you know, I don't think they're playing particularly well, but they're winning, so I'm going to say one nothing. Aberdeen. See, I reckon Dundee are going to be well rested, right? the last time Dundee played a game. Oh, it's been like that. I think that'll count against them, though. Well, when did Aberdeen what, the last play a game for Friday? We just went on holiday. Aye, probably Tenerife or something. To be fair, maybe right, because they looked a wee bit ring rusty when they started against Motherwell. Uh, the odds in terms of that Dundee are thirty three to ten, the draws five to two, and Aberdeen at five to six. Oh, I'm liking the Dundee man all double here. <laughs> oh no, please don't. No, please no, for, don't no, no for the charity, but I'm liking the sale here. Please don't. <laughs> all right, we'll move on to the three o'clock kickoffs. Uh, Celtic versus Dundee United again. 
we're going to have JMS and Armstrong back for a sack. I'm, I can see us winning this by a couple, I think, because I think we've been missing them. So I'm going to go 3 1 Celtic. Aye, I'm going to go Celtic minus two again, see if I can recoup my money. <laughs> three nothing Celtic. Well, three nothing. I am thinking. I'm thinking three one Celtic as well. Unfortunately, much I would love Dundee United to get something out of the game. I just in terms of them losing Armstrong and Mackay Stephen, that's not the quality there it was. Obviously, Celtic are one to four. The draw is twenty one to four, and Dundee United are ten to one. Alright, moving on to a game we probably shouldn't touch our bars for because it involves Party Thistle at home at Inverness. <laughs> I've no idea. I've absolutely no idea. Inverness probably won it like two one, but that's a guess to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is this is a really hard one to call. But really, I'm going to go one each. I say a draw. One each. Yeah, I think it will. I'm going with that as well. I was my prediction was Partick Thistle one, Inverness two. In the odds in terms of this match. Partick Thistle are 12 to 5, the draws 12 to 5, and Inverness are 23 to 20. That's a decent odds for Inverness, I know. <laughs> I'm kind of like the sound that I might put a bet on it, we can. Eh, right, okay. We'll go with Ross County versus Kilmarnock. Another home game for the, the form team down the bottom. And I think they're going to win. I think they're going to be. I mean, Kilmarnock are in decent form as well recently, but I think uh, Ross County are probably needing the points more than Kilmarnock are, so I'm going to say 2 1 Ross County. Uh, uh, I think I think Ross County are going to come unstuck at some point. Um, and having seen Kilmarnock a couple of weeks ago, they're, they're quite a big physical side, Kilmarnock. They, they don't mind uh, mixing up a wee bit, a wee bit with Ross County, so. Uh, I'd love to see Kamak winning, but again, I've got. I think this has got a draw. I think this is two each. Aye, uh, I think a draw as well. I'm going Ross County one, Kilmarnock one. Uh, the odds in this match: Ross County twenty-three to twenty. The draw is five to two, and Kilmarnock are twenty-three to ten. I don't know what the odds against. What's going on? Okay, the final game on Saturday is about all the Saints. Worry, I love this one. He always got these two mixed up. That's an old school joke for the podcast listeners. <laughs> it's St. Johnson at home, is it, Mum? Uh, some guy works for Hearts these days. <laughs> he's, he's changed, man. He's changed. <laughs> um, see, I'm still annoyed at St. Johnson getting beat at the weekend, though. But it's St. Mum, so 1 0 St. Johnson. Ah, it's got to be St. Johnson. They've got they can't be that bad two weeks in a row. Two nothing, St. Johnson. Ah, one nil, St. Johnson, and the odds for St. Johnson thirty-seven to forty. So that could hey, some odds they, they, <laughs> they might they might they might redeem themselves. Um, the draw is five to two, and St. Mirren are thirty-one to ten. Well, sounds good to me. Right, so what are we saying for a charity bet then? Well, we need to wait till we look at the leaks as well because I think there's. There's no many there, but we're all agreed on. St. Johnson, we all agree on. We all agree on Mother as well. Mother, 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 Mother. Oh, no, 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 please don't bet <laughs> Mother. Please don't bet it. No, the other one that I liked earlier was Hibs at home to Rangers. There's a bit of even money in Hibs, 11 to 10. Rangers must be due to keep points off him at some point. They should probably have 10 points off my Ibrox. Uh, like at the current form, you wouldn't, you wouldn't bet on them, would you? 
McCall must be able to get some. That's the thing. It's, that's the sticker. I think McCall's due a, a decent result against. I mean, he's only had them a few days, and for what I heard, they were really good for what twenty minutes, half an hour in that first half. I mean, they were good for ninety minutes. Well, well, aye, but you, well, if he's only had them for a few days, he's going to get some. He should be able to get a bit more out of them over the next week. They've got another well, game in, midweek as well, so. Once Kenny Black works his magic with that squad, you'll see it, uh, you'll see it flying. Is Kenny Black there? Aye. Aye. Aye he's there as his assistant. Uh, looking down. Trying to think what else is there down. What about Stranraer of 10 11 at home to Airdrie? No, Airdrie in form. Aye, I know, but Stranraer at home. I know, aye. That's, that's, uh, no, that's nothing. No, why, 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 why don't we? Why don't we look at who's odds on? Morton at home here. Here United are awful. I got Morton up one to two. One to two, and then if you go, who else? Is, well, Queen of the South home, we could be two to five. Could go for that. So a treble, just a treble. So enjoy some Morton Queen of the South. Money in the bank. Got some money in the bank. Of course, St John's not what it's done. Aye, St. Johnson, Morton, and Queen of the South. What odds are we getting for that? Is <laughs> anybody getting my book? I am doing, doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. By the way, see, Kilmarnock have drawn the last four away games in the Premier League, by the way. But Ross County have won the last year home, so that. Ten pounds. Ten pounds in that minus stake will return 30 quid. Ah, that's rubbish. Well, that's minus a stake, but... Stick my way win. No, don't. Don't touch Mother 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 It's not even funny. What was that? What about the other Premier Leagues? What else did we kind of agree on? Inverness? Inverness is a shoot, I think. Inverness? It's a thistle. Thistle. Ah, I know, I know that's the problem. Your, I don't want to touch it. I know you're saying they're doing a bit of form, but I think Sonora at 10 to 11 at home is a great price, surely. Airdrie even picked oh. up points, so Airdrie weren't really up at the moment. I bet they're six behind to that Nardi. They're in the Super Playoffs. Scrap, scrap that, I've just noticed that Strenard have lost three out of the last six. <laughs> there you go. I saw that pressure we put in Jamie Longworth. <laughs> uh, what about breaking? Mind sure they're playing at home to Forfer. Forfer. Oh, I don't touch either. Forfer's done the title. It's a tough card, that's really for, tough. Forfer for have lost three out of the last six and all. Breaking it at home. No, I just Aye, that could be a good shout. Although that's doubling up the charity bet, isn't it? Because we've got Morton and the Bournemouth Ah, aye, I know we don't usually do it, but you know what? Aye, aye, I'd give you a bit of Maris. Go with Declan and Maris. I was wondering whether she stuck with McMenamin, but they're, uh, they're playing on Fairmont, so they could have one up, because they're Fairmont up, probably as bad as Thistle for bets. <laughs> aye, let's go with that. Let's go with McManus. So that's a, a treble on St. Johnson, Martin, Queen of the South and Declan McManus for first goal scorer. And that's us for the, another week. It's been a, a long one, I think, maybe. 
That's not bad. Yeah, it's really plenty to talk about anyway. So uh, congratulations to Celtic again. Um, good luck to that Scotland squad when uh, we have to play those games, which is not next weekend. So we'll get another chance to talk about it next week. Yeah, by the way, see going back to the League Cup, actually, see the last few winners of the League Cup, once they've won it, they've had a they down. They've, got, they've not done well after it. So, aye, but we'll let's go money. back, continuous. And we're no Aberdeen. Aye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so Aberdeen ended that wee run, the, the, the holders going out in the first opportunity, because he's went out in the semi last time. Aye. So that's uh, well, that's pretty good for us. <laughs> Don't we know what we're going out in the, the first opportunity next season. But, uh, aye. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, thanks for coming on, guys. No bother. Cheers, see you later. And we'll talk to you again next Bye week. Right. See you soon. Cheers. Cheers.